Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey Dave. Yeah Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cosy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. My ex-boyfriend sent me a DM on Instagram to check in. We aren't even Instagram friends, and he knows how to text me. Who has someone else's antique 1,000-pound billiard table in the middle of their living room? I do. Oh, that's fun. I've become pretty hypersensitive to both coffee and wine, so I guess I'll just be sick all the time. Yay. Adult acne and low-light blindness, two new sexy facts of life. Have such a good day. Everybody and welcome to Have Such a Good Day. No, your ears are not deceiving you. We are back. Woo woo! Yes, we are, and we are so happy to be here. We hope you are too. Yeah, we we love doing Have Such a Good Day. And Heather and I, I'm Sarah, by the way, uh, haven't uh, haven't talked to you all in a while. But uh, we missed we missed you, and we missed us. And if you're new to the show or you're catching up for the first time in a while, this is the show that helps you. Have Get the best day possible. Get through <laughs> life, man, because it's harder than ever, God damn it. I mean, especially 2020. My God, I mean, we thought we were having a rough time before 2020 hit, but, uh, yeah. you know, general absurdity of adult life is really... Like Sarah and I like to rap about that because we find there's a lot of humor in it. I mean, we you kind of have to have humor. Yeah. If you don't, then, you know, you die and you wither. And so we're here to help make your days a little more fun and funny. And yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. We bring a lot of personal stories, but I think a lot of it is stuff that we at least think is relatable. And <laughs> you tell us if we're wrong, but uh, <laughs> we want you to have a good day because sometimes it's really hard to, and we're all in this together and maybe we'll all learn a little bit in the process. Oh, definitely. I learned so much from our conversation, Sarah. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you also for teaching me about life, Heather. Really appreciate (laughs) it. Hey, you know what, before we kind of get into the show, we just wanted to mention that, well, first of all, if you're listening, you know, you're not watching because we don't actually have a video version of the show at this time. We decided to streamline. Uh, Both of us had gotten very busy the show became difficult because we were in remote areas. Well, we actually are in remote areas, but we're remote from each other. And it, you know, we didn't want to disappoint people by not following through on being able to crank out stuff, but it, it had become difficult production-wise for us. So we're back with an audio-only version of the show for now. And we've, we've kind of simplified some things, right, Heather? Oh yeah. You know, it's all about minimalism right now. You know, less is more is the big Marie Kondo movement. So right. we figure we're going to jump on that bandwagon and kind of pare things down a little, see how things kind of play out. But, uh, for, we've got three tiers. We, we used to have five. We, we narrowed it down. Um, we've got a $1 tier, a $5 tier and a $10. So really, um, it all breaks down to for $1, you get the ad free audio show every week. It's a weekly show. You get your name and lights on our website. Um, for $5, um, you get access to our discord, Sarah. Uh, I know how much you enjoy chatting with, with everybody, um, in our indoor pants, as we say. Yeah. Hey man, discord is great. And the more folks that are in there, the more fun it is. So 
hopefully that's a good incentive to join the crew. Definitely. And then for 10, we're going to do an experiment. We, we know that the video stuff was fun. It's nice to see people. So we're going to add some cool extras. We're going to, we're going to kind of just surprise you. We're not going to say what it is, um, exactly, (laughs) but we might, we might send you, uh, some photos from our weekend, uh, some videos, uh, even voice memos, I think are really cool. I I've been recording some just for my, my own, um, you know, self and, uh, yeah, so it it could be, it could be anything. It could be a newsletter. What else could it be, Sarah? Well, and what's not, well, geez, I mean, let's, let's the promise the world, why don't we? Yeah. But it, I think I've been inspired by what's going on in the world and how people have gotten really creative mm-hmm. by not being able to be, you know, together, right? You know, uh, uh, what, what is it together alone or alone together mm-hmm. or whatever that saying is that you see all the time. And there are some pretty cool forms of expression that I think, we can bring to the table on this show as well so that, you know, it's, you know, it's, we're giving you extras. So those are our tiers. And by the way, ad free audio show, you might say ads, you didn't even have ads before. Well, what we're going to also experiment with is an ad uh, version of the free show. So if you want to listen for free, all good. Um, you might hear ads in the show. Um, and that is a company that we're working with called Acast. And it's a company that I work with on uh, some other shows, um, with, with, you know, different measures of success. I mean, it's, it's show by show. We don't know how that's going to go. So that's one of our new experiments as well. But if you're listening for free, great. We'd love to have you. And we don't want to pressure you to become a patron if for some reason you can or don't want to, uh, you have another option and, and that might be ad supported. Yeah, it's awesome. And also don't forget, we've been a little quiet on our social media, but that's going to be ramping up. Um, we've got, uh, have such a good day on Instagram and Facebook. So check those things out in the coming weeks and, uh, we'll be posting some, some visual treasures. Very good. (laughs) Very good. So Sarah, how's life been? I mean, you know, normally we do these uh, top of the show anecdotes where we're like, oh, we just saw each other like six days ago, you know, so we talk about what's happening since last week, you know, we're letting you, letting you all know what's been happening with us. So it's usually a lot, but it's even more now. So it's been more like seven months. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, you know, like I mentioned, we kind of put pause on the show because we were like, hey, this is, you know, maybe, you know, we're, we're, we're getting a little, you know, too deep into some stuff that we are having a hard time finishing. Um, particularly for me, I mean, I moved from LA back in late October of 2019, kind of got all settled here and am also doing some property management stuff that has nothing to do with anything media related, um, on the side, which requires quite a bit of footwork at times, like literal footwork. But, um, it is, it's, it's something that I became slightly overwhelmed by that. So anyway, it, you know, Heather can talk about how her life was extremely busy too around that time, but we, we took a pause. So that was that 2020 kind of starts off and, you know, here I am sitting in the redwoods and it's raining a lot. I'm grumbling about all the potholes and mud and, you know, and then all of a sudden it was like, oh, actually, <laughs> guess what? You don't have anything to complain about anymore because now you can't go anywhere because we have a worldwide pandemic going on. And you know what's funny is that the last thing, and a lot of you know him, the last thing I remember doing with anybody um, you know, in a group was Kevin Rose, uh, you know, friend of Heather and I, former co-worker. He had a birthday party. And it was somewhat near me. And so I went and, uh, cause he doesn't live near me otherwise. So it was just like, it worked out nicely. And he had, it was like a big birthday party. There were a lot of people there. Like it was almost like a wedding reception kind of thing where I'm like, Jesus, you got a lot of friends, but, uh, but it was very nice. This is like end of Feb. And about a week later, it started to become like a, oh yeah, we're going to have to you know, not be leaving the house all that often anymore. And I remember kind of like thinking like, wow, it was only really like a week ago or a couple of weeks ago that I was sitting at this like huge banquet table with like 75 people. And I wonder, you know, not that I'm like accusing anybody of getting animals sick, but it was so like, we were so young then, you know, life has changed so much. And 
it kind of went from, okay, you know, you go over to like a friend's house and you give them a hug and then you go like, oh, I'm sorry. I, for, I, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's like a muscle Absolutely. memory thing. You're like, you yeah. can't help yourself. Or somebody came uh, to my house and I hadn't met them before and she shook my hand. And about halfway through the shake, I was like, ooh, like, I don't want to be rude, but we shouldn't have done that, you know? And then it became my mom saying, I don't think you should come visit me, you know, or, or me, you like, we, I think we gotta, you know, we gotta take this seriously, which I did. Um, and it's funny because where I live, I mean, I'm not in the middle of nowhere, but my house is not, I have to try to see other people. You know, if I sit here because I work from home, if I sit here working from home and like have food in the fridge, I can just never see anybody really, really easily. And a lot of people don't have that quote luxury. So at first I was kind of like, man, I got a maid. Like, I am so glad I moved here. Like, this is awesome. I'm also just like, I'm good at being alone and a bit of a homebody anyway. So it was like, cool. And then, uh, you know, I'd walk your dog and say hi to the person across the street type thing. But it was just, it was for all the issues that people were having, you know, living in cities and feeling, you know, really trapped and scared. I felt like I was extremely lucky. However, I don't want to pretend like, oh, this hasn't been hard for me because it actually, it started off like I was like baking banana bread every day and, and brownies too, man. I was like, I was really going on a baking kick like everybody else in the world. But I had the first couple of months I was like, this is awesome. Like I wasn't drinking alcohol at all. Cause I'm like, what am I going to do? Party alone? Like, so I'm like feeling awesome and going on runs and everything. And then it started to do that kind of like, huh, I'm really sort of lonely kind of feeling because I live mm-hmm. alone. I mean, I'm not quarantined with anybody. And mm-hmm. even though I'm managing properties, you know, we all kind of stay away from each other, you know, with good reason. So it has been rough at times. It has been super isolating. And um, I've I've definitely seen some friends who, you know, we all agree that we've all been responsible enough so that we feel okay being, you know, in each other's presence and distancing appropriately and and that kind of thing. I went to a restaurant, exactly one restaurant this entire time with a friend and it was like the best thing ever. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so anyway, that's what's been going on with me. And and listen, it's ongoing. It's, it's, we don't, I don't know what's going to happen. I, I hope for the best. I, but I, I, I just don't know, but yeah, that's, that's that's my year. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's, and I just want to say too, you know, I mean, I know it's been like harder for some people and maybe better for others. I know a lot of different like stories from friends and people who it's hit really hard. And then for other people, it's been a blessing. Mm. And then some people where it's been somewhere in between, like you were saying, part of it was a blessing. And then the other part was really painful. And so, you know, we'd love to hear your stories. Um, it's, it's been, it's been a, a really, really rough time for humans, but also kind of a fascinating time. And, uh, I know from my studies in college, I, I did my senior thesis on, uh, the art and music and, uh, you know, kind of creative thought that came out of the black plague of the 14th century. And what came out of it was the Renaissance. So, Mm you know, everything ebbs and flows. You've got black and white, you've got the yin and the yang. And so, you know, hang in there, everybody, because I know that something good will come out of it. I'm not sure when, um, but it will. Um, you know, and I think, you know, for me, um, there, you know, (laughs) I've been fighting moving to the country for gosh, I mean, five to 10 years, really, I've been getting um, some pressure from my family to kind of come out to this little town, um, and you know, I've always been a city girl. Because, so because it's been, they live there. Yes. Yeah. Because we have like nine acres. Um, and there's a kind of a whole empire up here that needs to be kind of managed. A lot of properties, um, Airbnb, like vacation rentals, there's commercial buildings, there's residential, and there's just, you know, all kinds of work to be done. Um, and, uh, I, you know, I've been so used to city life that country life just felt too far from, how I would even be happy here. Um, but you would never really know until you do it. And I think a lot of people don't make big moves in their lives because it seems scary. Um, but I was forced to do it and I am grateful. I think that 
I would say my situation is mostly a blessing. Um, I loved LA. I really did. I'm, I'm, I'm a city girl. I love like the cultural aspect of it. I love being, um, you know, close proximity to um, museums and great restaurants and taco trucks and all the fun culture that a place like LA has to offer, uh, specifically East LA. Um, and I know that I will miss it. I don't quite miss it yet, but um, it's, uh, I always, you know, that, you know, living on an anthill was always kind of tough for me, you know, being in a really dense place and especially during something like this. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a blessing. And I, the th- these are a few little things that I have learned. Um, I, I tend to compare and contrast places. I've done this all my life. I, I go, oh, that's good. And that's bad. And there's the pro and that's the con. And it's just my way of coming to terms with things. And, you know, I, uh, I, you know, a couple things that, um, you know, I would say are, are really stand out for me is, you know, I really don't like spiders and I know Sarah and I <laughs> talk about this all the time. I've never, uh, you know, spiders and mildew and country sort of dirt and that kind of thing. I think I'm not used to it because I'm, I stopped camping years ago. I'm a city girl. So I'm getting used to that. I'm, you know, uh, worms are definitely becoming my friends because you use worms to plant things. You put the, you like them in compost. You want them in there to help feed nutrients to your plants. And I do a lot of gardening now. I I actually say that I'm quite a green thumb. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, you, you know, there's good and bad with that. You know, I love watching my babies grow, um, but there's a lot of physical work um, and there's a lot of perpetual weeding. You have dirty fingernails all the time. Um, But you know what? Doing your nails is tedious, so I don't care. (laughs) Um, You know, there's that, this whole island time vibe up here, here that's like, I'm used to moving fast and just kind of getting stuff done and being productive. Well, you know what? Other people don't. So you're going to be waiting for someone's callback um, for a lot longer because mm-hmm. people are on kind of island time up here. Um, you got rockstar parking and no traffic, but you really don't have a lot of, you know, good restaurants or um, you, have, you have a few, but you, you're limited. Um, and do you, you know, do you want to tell people where up here is? Up here is very far northern California. Some of you, it's funny, I always, I, I like testing people because I'll be like, I'm in Trinidad. And some, half the people will be like, oh, wow, it's so beautiful up there. You're so lucky. And then other people were like, where's that? And then halfway through the conversation, they go, how do you like living in Trinity? And I'm like, Trinidad. Uh, everyone calls or, it Trinity. It's not Trinity. It's Trinidad. Or they um, think it's, you know, you're in the Caribbean or something. Oh, totally. I mean, that's the first thing they think. But, you know, more and more people know about it. I've met a lot of New Yorkers that have moved out here, which I find fascinating mm-hmm. because I'm mm-hmm. like, how did you know about this? But, you know, it's it's with everything, you have to take the good with the bad. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be shopping at Bloomingdale's, um, but I am going to get really fresh air and like the best food on the planet. I mean, I think some of the best food on the planet. Uh, you got a lot of local farms. Yeah, you don't have the best restaurant options, but you have if you become a good cook then you can really maximize, um, you know, the, the quality of food. But where do I wear my party dresses, Sarah? That's, that's the big question Oh my gosh. As I was getting just like normal dressed, not like party dressed just for work today, my closet in my, my little apartment, which is the smallest apartment I've ever lived in, but the cutest by far. Oh my God. I just love it. But you know, again, good with the bad. Small closet. The closet is just not big. It's it's fine. It's doable, but it's like it's it's there's a lot of shit jammed in there. And it's like I have so many dresses that I wore to like a wedding once, you know, or I had to, you know, it was an affair of some kind where I'm like, but it's nice. And I mean, I don't need any of them. I mean, any of them. And they take up like a third of, you know, it's it's really funny. Uh, This is maybe a conversation for another show, but I have the same problem. I have like a smallish closet. We have an attic, but I've got a lot of party dresses. I've got a lot of business wear, like nice blazers and silk shirts from my fancy work uh, days. And I actually, I bought one of those wardrobe racks and in my office, I have like my own, my, my own office. We'll talk about that some other time, but I bought a wardrobe rack and I put all of my like dresses, um, my sequence tops, like my fun, you know, party wear, uh, on that rack. And I'm like, I'm probably just going to start a Poshmark, um, and start selling it. 
I've seen it in the background of some of your <laughs> like like video stuff, and it's like it, it lo- does. It looks I actually cool. kind of like it. It's like an aesthetic thing. It's kind. It's kind of yeah. It's <laughs> it like is. set dressing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, because especially because it's like it's like the sparkliest stuff. It's not just like a bunch no, of no. It's like all my I've got like the cutest like kind of bustier kind of sequency rainbow colored thing that's actually really cool. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna test it out. Like I'm gonna <laughs> okay. I'm gonna try to sell some stuff. It's funny. I had a friend that just visited who brought me a bunch of their fancy stuff to try to sell. Like people are like bringing me stuff because you can't drop it off at a thrift store right now. Yeah, or they're like severely limited in the way that they can. And it, yeah, I mean, so much stuff has changed, I think. And we all know that. I mean, you mentioned dirt under your nails when, um, <laughs> in Sonoma County where I live, um, I hadn't gotten my nails done. I mean, since I lived in, I mean, it'd been six months and I was just like, you know, yeah, I don't know for anybody who has ever had a gel manicure, like if, if that doesn't end well, then you're like just effed for a while because your nails are in such bad shape. Anyway, so that was me. And uh, eventually the nail salons opened back up here. They have since shut down again, but they were open for like two weeks. And I went and got a manicure and it was very, you know, it was, I, I, I felt really safe in there. You know, we had, we had, you know, plexiglass all over the place and they had taken out half of their chairs. And so it was, it was, it was as safe as it could be. And then they shut right back down afterwards. So now I've got these like very odd, like half broken, half like extremely grown out um, nails. And I'm like, do I just wait it out? You know, because like, it's like, if what, what do I do? Like, I, I'm, it's just, it's just, it is what it is. But it's a whole thing. And it's, it's such a like, uh, I miss that a little bit, like having a, just the manicured feel. It feels really good, but I got so used to my, my nails, um, since I've been here, my, my real nails. And it's sort of a nice change. I like the naturalness of oh, totally. my and, life. You know, now. nothing, no beauty is not worth the price of health ever. Um, and you know, it's, it's, it's something that, you know, I know we all take seriously because we're all very smart people, but yeah, you mentioned just, yeah, like mildew and spiders and stuff like that. I, I am lucky in it because I'm just really not good with spiders, although I try not to be I, – I used to just kill them. And now I try to never do that because I just don't want to do that ever. I don't like but, to kill them either. But um, I don't see a lot of spiders around here, and you really would think I would because, you know. Redwoods. Yeah. I mean, I see I see ticks, and that's gross. Yeah, but, you know what uh, I saw uh, the first time – or that it was like the first month when we were in quarantine uh, and in front of – or. But, under my doormat, there were, I'm not joking, they were like the tiniest little snakes you've ever seen. I'm talking like, um, like not even, I would say like the length of two worms, but they were really cute. They were like not scary. And there yeah. were two of them Wait and they were they entwined. I know. And they were entwined, like hugging each other under the mat. And I was like, oh my God, I love you guys. And they were there for like, two months I kept checking up on them and so there's aspects of like the little critters and stuff that I you know some spiders eat other spiders like I like the daddy long legs I let them kind of hang out in the shower because they kill other spiders and the ones I don't like are the like thick like shiny ones that are like have the like really like bony like claws and those scare me I mean in general I'm just I'm just anti-spider but that's you know low grade arachnophobia. I mean, so many people <laughs> I definitely that have way. that high grade though. Right. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I'm not, I feel like I'm, I've, I've, I've come a long way, but you know, I also work, my studio is in a garage. It's a nice garage. It's big, you know, it's a big two car garage and it's really clean and there are no cars in here. So, I mean, I, I, I feel lucky to have like a big cool office, but it's also like the house that I live in, which is on top of the garage. So the garage is basically the first level is kind of built into the hill. And, and whenever you get stuff like that, you just get critters because there's, you know, you're surrounded, you know, you're halfway underground and I've, you know, it's, I don't know, knock on all the wood, but, uh, but yeah, I, I, I know what you mean about LA. And I think a lot of people who have left any city for any country, uh, can relate because I, when I moved out of LA, I had a really good situation up here that kind of just fell into my lap. I wasn't really looking to move out of LA. And when I first got here, even though it's super beautiful, it's really different. 
I mean, sure, there's a palm tree here and there because it's like California, but it's not. It's it's a totally different like kind of beauty. Yeah, everything's different. The lushness is very cool, but it's you know, even though I grew up not far from where I live now, it's foreign to me because it's been a long time. You know that I haven't been here just as a visitor for Christmas or something, and it it took a few months to be like. Oh, okay, I love this. This is home. This feels like home. Uh, but I, I, I miss the city too. There are a lot of things about the city that are just, you know, it's exciting. There's energy that you just have to like harness in other ways. Exactly. And you have to like, you can't, cause I tend to just be like, Oh, but I miss that. But like you, you're never going to have a clean break. Like you're always going to miss something about wherever you go. You go from one wonderful place to another. I mean, you're going to leave something behind. That's just, that's the way life is. Sarah and I, uh, we're, we're living the country life. So we'll, we'll be able to (laughs) kind of elaborate more and more, but you know, one more thing I was going to say is what's cool is that I am on the coast. I, I'm, I'm a hundred feet from like the cliff of the ocean and this is Northern California. So there's a beach below, but it's like a, uh, like a long cliff, almost like you know, Big Sur style. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, yeah, you can hike so down pretty. to the beach though. And it's this, this, oh gosh, it's Sarah, you're gonna have to come visit. Um, this little beach that's right below our house is really special. And, you know, you look out in the ocean and you almost can't wrap your head around what you're looking at because it's, it's sort of like a 180 degree view of just the ocean. And if you went straight down, if you threw something really hard, you would hit Japan and that's it. There's <laughs> nothing else in between. It's, that would be quite the throw. I know. My goodness. A pretty good yeah, arm. Yeah. No, that's that's awesome. I'm I'm not as close to the beach as you, but I'm a, I'm a pretty quick drive. Yeah, I can get out there. You're in a good area. I take Otis out, Otis the dog out there. Um, nice. Well, I mean, the beaches were closed for a while, but they're you know they're back open. Um, so I go when no one else is there in the mornings, but yeah, it's, um, we will, we will continue this conversation, but also just like shout out to technology. The fact that we both live, you know, ha ha, you know, in these like remote w- little tree bills <laughs> of ours and we get to do the show, you know, the same way that we did when we lived down the street from each other and shout out to you tech. You're cool. Seriously. Yeah, thanks for are. helping us out. <laughs> Yeah, we we appreciate it. Keep on, you know, keeping <laughs> on. Hey, so speaking of technology, I wanted to mention my love for virtual reality. Yes, I'm talking about VR headsets, people. And anybody who is a crossover uh, listener of Daily Tech News Show already knows this about me because I talk about it as as much as people will let me. But I do an, uh, a segment on that show that's for three months, I kind of test out a new gadget or technology. Well, they're pretty much always gadgets of some kind, um, or smart home device or whatever. And it's great because over a three-month period, you get a much better idea of whether or not you like something and what the pros and cons are than if you like tested a new smartphone over the weekend and then had to like send it back to the company kind of thing. So that's the whole idea behind it. What's also good is that I test out stuff that costs money, that I probably wouldn't bother to otherwise because I'm like, eh, I don't know if I'm going to like it. Like I have a smart oven upstairs. It's like, I use that so much more than my real oven, my full size oven. It's just like one of the greatest things ever, but was I going to buy it? No, but we, you know, we figured that that's anyway, uh, getting into the weeds, but, uh, the Oculus quest, which is, uh, one of the more popular, in fact, it, it's the best selling, um, and kind of the consumer uh, model for VR headsets currently. Um, it was my most recent live with it, which is what the segment is called, three-month uh, kind of test. And so, you know, I have always been someone who's like, I don't care about virtual reality. I mean, I, I am a tech person. I, I talk about it a lot. I know the businesses that are, you know, in the space. I understand the technology, all of that stuff. But I didn't really have a lot of experience with it at all. And I was sort of like, eh, I'm not a gamer. I just don't really care. You know, like, let me know when Tetris <laughs> comes to VR or something, you know. And so that was like one of the reasons that my team and I on the show were like, this actually would be a good one, you know, because I'm like forced to live with it and see if I like it. It was like the best thing that ever happened to me. And there are a couple of reasons why. The first reason is that, when I, you know, I, I understand like the, okay, it's like 360 degree stuff and you can watch content that's like VR capable and, you know, there's games and there is all of that. 
but there's a whole fitness aspect to mm-hmm. this where like you can basically put on this headset, you know, and, and when it's on, I mean, you blocked out the entire world. You're looking at something completely different and it's all, you know, fantastical and, you know, you're standing on top of the great well of China, like doing stretches or whatever. Um, and there are a variety of programs, there are apps basically that you download and that, that, that are, you know, kind of your VR apps within the Oculus ecosystem and, you know, again, there are other kinds of VR headsets, but this is just the only one that I've tried that I actually really like. And uh, so there's one program in particular, it's called Supernatural. It's not free, although there's a free trial, but it's like, it's a subscription service. I mean, you're paying like almost 200 bucks a year and you think like, that's crazy. But if you are working from home and kind of staying home a lot and you can't go to like a, I don't know, aerobics class or whatever it is that you want to do such a cheap alternative. I mean, even if you don't have to stay home, it's such a cheap alternative. And like I said, I work in a garage, so the whole thing is not my production studio. I have like quite a bit of room for like exercising. So I've been doing a lot of what that. Is the, what is it and, that you're doing exactly? The exercise? Is it oh, like aerobics? So this, this, well, it's very, um, it's not really Is aerobics. it like hit? Um, like, you know, that hit is, thing? No, no. I mean, it's, 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 it's straight up cardio, mm-hmm. but what, okay. So this particular, so, okay. So if anyone's ever heard of Beat Saber, which is a very popular game for Oculus, um, it's sort of like, cause you're, you're holding these two, uh, you know, like controllers with both hands and Beat Saber is this thing where you're like, it's almost like. It's not like Tetris. It's like objects are flying at you and you're smashing them as they go by and it's like set to music. And so there's a rhythm and super popular game. So that, and that, and it's fun. This particular app is, and again, there are others, there's like boxing games and lots of different kinds of fitness stuff. This one is sort of Beat Saber-esque where you're holding they look like lightsabers when you're, you know, in the game, you're just holding controllers in in the real world. And it's like, there's a lot of, yeah, you're smashing objects as they go by, but they have a really good music license library. And so it's like, you're listening to like cool stuff where you're like, Oh, I like these songs. Like, this is like super fun. And they'll tell you like, Oh, you got 30 minutes or whatever. And there's like high intensity, low intensity. And there's a lot of like squatting, because you're like squatting under triangles that are flying at you, or you have to like lunge to the side, you know, cause you're going to get points. Like mm-hmm. it's points based. I mean, you could just stand there and not do anything and nothing bad would happen <laughs> to you, but you know, you're trying to get like cool points and feel good about yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a combination of precision. Like, Oh, did I get the black? They sort of look like little kettle balls that come at you. God, you know, I, I want to swipe in the right you, dude, I want to be a fly on the wall in your garage and watch you do this. I bet you look very silly. Well, Oh my gosh. So, you know, it's funny and I, I, I won't keep going on and on cause it almost sounds like a commercial for this, <laughs> but it's like, I did the, I, I, I swear, I swear to God, I got up this morning and I was like, all right, Otis, do your poop really quick. Cause I got to go play supernatural. Cause it's like, it's, it's a heart. God, I want to like play tough this exercise. Like you're like sweating at the wow. end. Wow. Do you really do this fun. every day? Um, no, but I mean, I'm, it's, I'm, I'm definitely averaging about three times a week. Wow. Are you getting in good shape? Like, to, do you feel like you're getting in better shape? I feel like I'm working muscles that I hadn't worked before. Okay. Cause I do a lot of jogging or hiking, mm-hmm. which is great exercise, but like, and I've got weights here at the house. Like I have options, but this is just like a different kind of cardio mm-hmm. that is sort of forcing you to do like, it's like, just like lunges and stretches in various ways. But you mentioned being able to see me. Mm -hmm. So just out of curiosity, because all the music is like in your headset, Mm. you can wear headphones too, but I don't. Um, so it's like, if you're standing, oops, sorry. If you're standing next to me, I just look like I'm like just going crazy and like having a stroke. (laughs) So I, I, propped up my iPhone across the room. Cause I was just like, I just want to see what it looks like because when you're in it in, in a variety, by the way, there is VR Tetris and it's super awesome. But when you're in that world, you're the real world is like gone, mm-hmm. you know, like you, you really lose yourself easily. And so I recorded myself playing <laughs> just for a few minutes and I watched it afterwards and I was like, Oh, no one. Will <laughs> I was going to say, let's post it. No, like I even mentioned it to a friend and he was like, show me. And I was like, no. And he was like, come on. I mean, like, you wouldn't even show me. 
<laughs> no. Oh, it's deleted. Oh, it's, it was deleted immediately. I mean, it's so like, and that's just a funny thing. It's like, because if you saw me, you'd be like, you look so stupid. Like, what are you doing? You know what's so funny, Sarah? Because you've never been, you've kind of been the antithesis of, we've worked in at video game networks together and it was always hard for you because you've just so not been, first of all, you don't really like a lot of supernatural stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Like, well, well, supernatural is a weird name for this because it's like, there's nothing supernatural about it except that you're like, I don't know, you're on a fjord in Norway while you're like exercising. But but yes, that that is actually a block. You're right. I mean, stuff where it's like, oh, you're like hunting down people with a big ass gun. I'm like, don't want to play mm-hmm. that. Or or yeah, like you're a goblin and you're like trying to find the princess. I'm like, don't want to play that. You know, it's like I like structural games, geometric games, like games that's like that are like pattern based, you know, like meditative puzzle games and yeah, that sort of thing. Totally. But I also really like exercise games and I just didn't realize that before we move on. I, I, I mentioned that love for VR and you know, I, I still just like specific things like we all do, you know, I like to listen to specific things. I like to do specific things. And, and it turns out that when it comes to VR, I, I really like, I like the movement aspect of it because that's like it's just so much fun. But I also think that the timing of this is just was like impeccable because like I mentioned of the kind of quarantine or just like, just never really having social engagements. Cause everyone's like, I mean, even if you're not avoiding your friends, everyone's just kind of like, we've gotten used to doing our own thing. Like I talk to people all the time, but I sure don't see them much. And and I have had like low points uh, over the last few months about that. And you know, I mean, nothing terribly dramatic, but just like, fuck, when's this going to end? And the VR stuff does, I mean, it's no replacement for, for real connections, of course, but it transports me sometimes in a way where I'm like half an hour later, I'm like, I feel a lot better. I feel like I feel like I got to go somewhere and yeah it's it's been psychologically pretty helpful for me God, I, it's like black I, mirror it is kind of like black mirror I know hopefully this all won't end badly I think I'm just going to end up with like super hot quads <laughs> hey man, I'm I'm jealous kind of. I'm like Peloton or Oculus. Hmm. Well, Pel- I mean it's kind of it's kind of the same idea. It really is. Yeah. I mean it's, you know, I'm not on a bike. How much is an Oculus? Oh, it's like, four, like 500 400 bucks. bucks. Yeah. Okay. But there's no like well, I mean, you still have to like buy apps and stuff. Some some of it's free. Sure. I don't know. Apples and oranges sort of, but yes. It's, yeah. it's 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 that kind of idea where you're like connecting with people but you're alone. But the VR um, part of it, I was I was so pleasantly surprised by like how much wow. I like it. Like you're, so, you're just wearing a weird headset in your head; it's fine. But like mm-hmm. no one sees me. Who cares? Mm-hmm. It's just super. Uh, it's, it's, it's super a, cool. Super fascinating. Um, very very cool. I. Uh, it's funny, you know, I, during this time I haven't really been, I, you know, my exercise r- routine has changed cause I don't go to yoga classes anymore. I do yoga by myself on, uh, you know, websites. Um, and I don't do, I, I don't do like the virtual classes. I actually just do stuff uh, on my own. That's like on demand. Um, but yeah, it's funny. I don't think I get enough cardio because I'm yoga hiking and walking, but I, I definitely am not getting enough cardio. So I'd like to find a solution, but you know, it's funny. I, I haven't been needing or kind of desperate to like do f- production work. You know, I'm kind of doing some switching gears uh, into doing some other stuff, but, um, you know, working on a business plan for a small business and doing a lot of landscaping and some other things that are very creative and, you know, we'll see how everything shakes out. But I did, um, I got a gig, uh, that I just kind of came back from, uh, this last weekend it was a production gig and, you know, I've done all kinds of production work, everything from video game content to, you know, interviews with musicians to documentary series about Mars. And I mean, I feel like I've covered a lot of different subject matter. 
um, had never shot anything with cannabis before. So this was my first um, experience filming uh, cannabis stories, which um, I kind of jumped at the chance. It was a collaboration with a, an old colleague in Los Angeles with some people up in kind of Mendocino and, and Marin um, up here in NorCal. And it just worked out really swimmingly being up here. Um, and not being in LA. It's just a very strange coincidence, actually. Um, but uh, the shoot was, it was really fascinating because it was different than anything I've ever done before. Um, we profiled, a, you know, this is all like legal cannabis growing. And so right. we profiled um, a handful of farmers. Um, so we had to go out to their farms, which there was a lot of four-wheeling involved. Yes, I was actually four-wheeling through like riverbeds and it was pretty wild. <laughs> um, and um, it was so cool to see uh, these variety of farmers. They were all very different. There was one that was like a woman who owned the business and then there was one where it was like a kind of a younger man and then there was like a father-son uh, business and then there was like a wife and husband business. Um, and gosh, I mean, it, just the slice of life, you know, that it's so cool to be exposed to new slices of life. And I really uh, appreciate that I had this opportunity of seeing, I've never seen, I'm not a huge pot smoker either. Um, occasional, occasionally I might do like an edible or something like that, but I'm not a big pot smoker, but I, you know, I'm also fascinated by the industry mm-hmm. and, um, Seeing the plants grow on that scale, I've seen cannabis in like a pot before, like a small plant, but seeing them in greenhouses, like massive amounts of plants in the different stages of their growth, plus being kind of a a new kind of farmer, kind of gardener person that I have become in the in the quarantine, it's just such a, a unique opportunity, and I I cannot express how I've, you know, cannabis plants are, they look like something that would grow on on another planet. Mm -hmm. I mean, they are so wild looking and some of them are so emerald green that literally there's no other green in anywhere that I've (laughs) seen that's that green because it has this blue, it has a hue to it that is, it's just like, I don't know what else is that color. I mean, yeah, Yeah, it's like, it's it's like something that would be under the sea. Yeah, exactly. Totally. Like, yeah, it would be like an algae of some kind, but very interesting kind of lifestyle. These people lead, you know, these farms are, you know, you know, they can be pretty kind of like dirty and dusty and, and kind of, um, different than a flower farm or a vegetable farm, you know, and I've worked (laughs) on vegetable farms, you know, it, it is definitely a, a kind of a, um, a, a, a wild experience, um, so I'm putting together this piece, uh, right now, um, it's a bit of a documentary style, um, on these farmers. I think it probably isn't going to be my last, but, um, you know, th- this is the, the greatness about being a producer is you can, you know, you can work in so many different things and you can still be a producer, but you're learning so many new things about something totally different. So um, yeah, that's, you know, I would love to show you some pictures, um, of the, I took some wonderful, uh, shots of these farms and the farmers <laughs> and, and everything. Maybe I'll share them. We'll see. Yeah, totally. I, 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 I wonder if it was my neighbor's farm, <laughs> my next door neighbor actually, could have been. when I first met him, I, I, he was like, Oh yeah, I, I have a, I have a farm up in Mendocino County. And I was like, Oh, what do you grow? And he goes, cannabis. You know, like what a dumb <laughs> question, Sarah. And I was like, cool. I want to go up there sometime and like check it out. And he was like, yeah, I mean, it's not like a visitor center. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know? yeah. it's, it's different than that. Um, and, but, uh, but, but he's, he's kind of filled because we're friends now. He's kind of filled me in on, you know, cause I'll sometimes he'll come home from work if I'm walking by and I'll be like, what did you do at work today? You know, and he'll be like, I don't know. He like dug a bunch of ditches and you know, or, yeah, or, it's, you know, or, you know, there's trimming or, you know, there's all sorts of stuff that yep. goes, Trellising. goes into it. <laughs> yeah. I, and you probably learned a lot and I did. that is the beautiful thing about producing. I, I feel that way all the time. Um, and not that I want to be out of my element all the time. Cause that's a challenge too, but 
there are often times where I'm in the producer role of something that I know very little about. Yeah. And, and you learn so much. Yeah. Or where you interview a really, really smart person and you're like, that was so cool. You know, mm-hmm. I'd like, I'm, I'm so lucky. I got to like meet you because of my life. It's of work. a great job. Yeah. Well, it can, it can be a really <laughs> tough job, Except but I mean, I mean, isn't. After, after that first day, I mean, you're dirty from head to toe and it was a long shoot, you know, then you realize you're like, man, this is really physical. Sometimes mm-hmm. those field production jobs are extremely physical, but I'm toying with doing a little, uh, gardening, uh, podcast, like a little kind of <laughs> video podcast out in my garden. Cause there's so many cool little uh, projects I've been working on. So, I mean, I don't know. We'll I think see. That's a fantastic idea because you're doing well, so much gardening. I, I, I'd, I'd watch that. Would you watch it? Yeah. Gardening with Heather? Yeah. Especially <laughs> because I think you're, I have a, um, where I live is that it is a very lush property, you know, and, mm-hmm. and it, it is pretty meticulously maintained, but not by me. I am an mm-hmm. indoor plant lady. I will plant <laughs> indoor plants and put them on the windowsill all day long, but I'm not mm-hmm. so good out in the garden. I just don't feel super confident. So that's the next I, step. I could learn though. something from you. Yeah, totally. I mean, because <laughs> I was a I was an indoor plant person. Remember in LA, I had all kinds of succulents, mm-hmm. but like now it's like on another level. But I get it. It's more contained and well, it's just, it just gets. It's just you know, it's also like you said. I mean, it's labor intensive. Uh, uh-huh. You know, you got to get your got to get your fingernails dirty. And I also, um, you know, it's, it is what it is, but yes, start the podcast. I think that's a great idea. Thank you. I'll send you like the pilot and you can give me some notes. Okay. (laughs) Just like old days, you know, right? Yeah. we used to note everything, it's so much fun. That flower was not lit properly. (laughs) You really need to redo this part. Hey folks, we want to mention again, as we did at the top of the show, that you have some options when you're listening to the Have Such a Good Day triumphant return of the (laughs) podcast. Um, We would very much like you to become a patron of ours. That is how we hope to... um, uh, keep the show going, grow the show. And also, we we didn't mention this yet, but we do have monetary goals. We hope they're not too lofty. Um, and the first one, it, just to keep it really simple, is we will double the content. We'll do two shows a week um, if we get to $2,000 a month. And when we That's were right. doing the show before, we never quite got there. Um, and we, you know, we'd like to, we'd like to give it another go and, you know, spreading the word would be a great way for you to help us do that. Um, tell your grandma or tell, your tell, yeah. neighbor. Yeah. I'll try to keep the F-bombs to a minimum if that is for any reason why you're not sharing the show with anybody, but oh, it feels so good because I can't swear on any does. of my other jokes. Even saying F is kind of fun too. It is. So. Um, and so patreon.com slash have such a good day is how you learn more about that. Um, And we want to shout out a few new patrons. I mean, we have the, we really want to thank everybody who stuck with us this whole time, this last, however many months we've been out, you know who you are. Um, Seriously, you guys rock. I mean, right, Sarah? It's just like a little family. It just really warms my heart. You're on our wall of fame at havesuchagoodday.com. So, I mean, not... (laughs) We know who you are, but anyone can know who you are and, and, and you do as well. So yeah, like, like just thank you so much to everybody who wasn't just like, eh, screw them. Um, and yeah, exactly. you know, cause we're back and, and you're still with us. So thank you. It's very exciting. And, um, Alex Erickson, this, this is over the course of several months. Um, thank you for joining us. Alex Lasnik, uh, Paul Dundo Breadbox, which is an interesting name. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like to know the origin of that. Uh, Daniel White and welcome back Buchanan. He, he was with us and he's back. Yay. So thank you guys. Yeah. It's so nice to, welcome. I mean, talk about some cool folks, you know, seriously joining us on our hiatus, which should I tell know. you something about our content, but you know, we'll just, <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. No, just kidding. Uh, thanks everybody. We have so much to talk about. We do. We do. It's, it's, I mean, this, this show is like a little bit like, I mean, I don't know, long winded just because Heather and I have been talking about this for a while, but we're finally getting back into it. And it's like, we have so much to catch up on, but it's our little baby. It is our little baby. baby. Yeah. And we're just, we're just stoked. And, and, and there, there are so many stories that have happened to us and others, 
Um, and we'd like to hear your stories yeah, as well. Yeah, please email us yeah. um, about anything. Hi at HaveSuchAGoodDay.com. We want to hear your stories. How are you doing? How are you faring in this uh, very long pandemic? Um, we want to hear from you. Yeah, and, and that's it's an easy one. If you're like, what was their email address again? It's hi at HaveSuchAGoodDay.com <laughs> because you're saying hi, but you also might say something else. But you could just... Right in and say hi as well. That would be fine. Yeah, that's totally fine. All right, Heather, I think we're going to put this one in the, what was it? What was it? I was about to say. Put a fork in it? Yeah, I was about to say nail in the coffin and that's just terrible. I don't want to say that. I guess No, we're we're not there yet. Yes, we're not. The nail is out of the coffin. We we is risen. Um, So thanks to everybody for joining us and wherever you are. And, and whenever you are. Yeah, that's, yeah, because you could be listening to this at any point, and that's cool too. We hope you have such a good day. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.